So last week you were lamenting the fact that we have to come on here week after week and talk about goaltending. Well, strap in, Ryan, and strap in, ladies and gentlemen, because we are about to talk some more goaltending. Yeah. Are you excited? No. No. And there's other things, too, man. Was, um... I posted on our Instagram that that was the most demoralizing loss of the season. Would you agree with that statement? I think given the circumstances of the game, and I think, are, are they undefeated in outdoor games too? They've won. Yes. No, no, no. They lost uh, uh, to the Capitals in yeah. Washington a couple of years ago. So yeah, they, it's they're, just, they're two and two. In it's just given games. the circumstances and given the opponent in the way they played against this opponent, I'm walking out of that game being like, can the Leafs beat the Sabres in a seven-game series if they played in the playoffs tomorrow? Not with Peter Morazic in the net. That that's that's why this one hurts. It's beginning to become people are speaking about how they're playing weak hockey teams. I don't care what place you're in, because when you're playing this hockey team, it does not matter what place you are in in the standings, the way they're playing right now. And it's just the way that they're just getting out muscled or getting outplayed by one of the worst teams in the NHL and a team in their division in a big game outside where the, where the, the stars shine bright and they just go out and their goalie sucks. No, he sucks. They're, they're sec- I said two weeks ago, Peter Morazic sucks. And yeah. then I said, that was kind of mean. No, Peter Morazic sucks. Yeah. I never, I am tapping out. Kyle, this is me waving the white flag. Don't make me watch one more second of Peter Morazic in the net. Like, don't. He's awful. You just knew one that one, once that puck went off Brody's skate, it's like, once you give up a goal like that, Peter Morazic can't, doesn't have the ability to just shut down the rest of the game. Like no. That's a goal you can't afford to let in because you know he's not going to make the stops when you need him to later in the game. Yes. So as soon as that went in, it's like this. This might be over. Like, uh, I, it's bad, man. I don't know what they're gonna do. They have a absolute nobody backing him up. They have nobody beneath them. At this point, I would go with with Stahl. Yeah, it couldn't be any worse. I would go it, with it. It's it's like if the dude, like I know he's he has like an okay track record with the Marlies, but like he's played in the KHL, he's played pro hockey. But it doesn't before. even matter at this point. Yeah, it doesn't even matter. Like we were watching the game, and you were saying that like people are like, no, who are they gonna go get as a goalie? Because you look at the options out there. If they're gonna go get a goalie, who's gonna come here and essentially assume the number one duties and play game one of the playoffs? That's who you're looking for. But then you said to me, at this point, anything's better than what we have right now. And it's yes, true. Yes. Because it's Peter Morazic is that awful. Yeah, he's that bad. Yes. It's 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 two bad goals a game. I like, at least. I okay, hold on. Let's pull the reins back here. Three and a half minutes into this thing. Let's let's talk positive. Just one quick positive. Shout out to you, by the way, because I was really vocal about how much I disliked those arena unis when they first debuted them and you said wait until we watch them in context i think they're gonna look good and you were absolutely right yeah no they... that was the most enjoyable part of this today's game was staring at those beautiful uniforms yeah yeah nice uniforms so there we go there's our positive out of the way yeah. so let's get back into it i have been a toronto maple leafs fan my entire life 
I've seen ups and downs. I've seen the highs of Felix Potvin, Curtis Joseph, Eddie the Eagle. I've seen the lows of Vesa Toscala, Andrew Raycroft, Johnny Burns. Yeah. I've seen the I, monster. The monster. I've seen I've seen the highs and lows. Yeah. Peter Morazic is the worst goaltender this team has had in my entire life of being a fan. He is awful. And he gives up backbreaking, demoralizing goals. And to your point, he can't shut it down after that. No. That's the worst part about the way him and Campbell have been playing as of late. It's like sometimes the team is going to make a mistake that allows a goal that the goalie can't make a save on, which is like that happens. But the problem with them is like once that happens, the game is over because you know there's another two bad ones coming their way. You know there's another two bad goals left in those two goaltenders right now that your team can't afford to make a mistake that a goal ends up getting in. Like that that's their problem right now. And at this point, it's like just you're I don't even know. I don't even know. Like what they're gonna play an unproven guy because their goalie sucks so much. Or they're going to go out and completely overpay for, for a goalie who could come in yep. and not and suck too. Like yep. it's just it's it's the worst situation you can be in as an NHL franchise. It's the and, worst. And okay. it's not even close. Okay. Um, I'm getting I'm getting a bit of a complex here because I don't want to turn into I don't want to like be do my best Colin Cowherd impression where like I come on week in one week and say something and then come on the very next week and contradict myself. But so you look at the trade deadline, okay? Around the corner. Because of the way this team is constructed with their salary cap and how they're so up against it, what can they really do? Because if you're going to bring in a goal, here's the thing about like going and getting a Braden Holtby or somebody like that. Peter Morazic's contract's got to go the other way. Peter Morazic makes $3.8-3.9 million. Who is taking Peter Morazic at that ticket? So a really bad hockey team who's going to here. suck for the next couple of years. I have come on here repeatedly and praised Kyle Dubas and said he doesn't deserve to get fired if they don't win a round. He doesn't deserve it. But signing this guy to that contract... When he's this bad and not being able to maneuver your way out of it it's a bad because signing. of your cop, your cap situation, it's no good. And yes, I know. I know I'm contradicting myself here. I know. But it's like everyone keeps talking about, oh, you know, I just got a, a note on the iPad that says Tom Brady announces he will return for his 23rd season to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Really? Yeah. So I just, I literally just am sitting here staring at my iPad and I just got a notification that Tom Brady will return. Wow. Wow. Anyways, okay. sorry. Lost my train of thought there. Yeah. Big, uh, big news in the world of sports. Like everyone prognosticating about what's going on in the salary cap. It, uh, going on heading into the trade deadline 
they're saying there's not much they can do because of their cap situation. That's on the general manager. Like you can't fix this. If you if Jake Muzzin is not going to go on LTIR, which it's looking like he's not going to, you you only have so much room to maneuver here. They have no room. Like it's just yeah, I, I they have no room. Every single person who occupies money on this hockey team is a it's a player that another team does not want. Like that well, is the fact. Except for Austin. Matthews. If I am Kyle Dubas, I'm going to check deep into my memory and remember the way Lou Lamorello used to do business. And I'm going to call Jake Muzzin on the phone. I don't care if it's ethical or not. I'm going to call him and say, hello, Jake. I'll see you game one of the playoffs. We need your $5 million to go make this team have any sort of chance yes. to win a round. Not a Stanley Cup, to win a round. That's what I'm doing. And, I'm being a savage. Because so, so would you then use that money to go and acquire a goaltender? The problem with is, is Morazic's got to go. I think here's the hesitation, right? So let's just say they put Muzzin on LTIR and they have access to his five and a half, okay? Yeah. I think they're really hesitant to part with anything of value for a rental. But the problem is, is like you're getting, you're in a position right now where it's like, I like, I'm so broken. Like I'm so broken talking about, like I can't believe we're sitting here and it's like, here, I'm going to go on this rant now about like, Oh, they like if they get Muzzin's money and they don't want to uh, give up a prospect or a pick for a rental, but it's like the, your your cap situation is as such. You kind of got to do what you got to do, and it's like really we're here again. Like we're here again. That is what is so beaten has has me beaten down so much. It's like we're still sitting here. We're talking about salary cap. We're talking about contracts. We're talking about shitty goalies. And we're talking, we're about, talking the about the same team. Yes, like, we're talking about the, the same, same guy, yeah. same group of dudes. Like. The goaltending is is awful, but I I watch every single night that second line get paraded oh, out. It's a five problem. on five. It's a huge problem, and they suck. I don't care how many points William Nylander has. I don't care how many points John Tavares have. It's nice. It, it's good to for an argument of why they've been okay. But you, you are you are not watching the game intently if you're believing that that line is any good they suck that second line that's supposed to go out and produce and and have offensive zone time and put pressure on other teams they are not doing that and it sucks and watching Nylander and Tavares together is painful at this point for me personally that William Nylander I am so I've held this in if anybody who's been with us since day one knows that this guy, I've never been a fan. And when it's going bad, and when this team is going bad, he he had a, he, he had an ugly third period. He today. is the guy I always look at because he has the most movable contract, and he is the guy who could generate the most interest on his skill alone. I am. It, it's not so much about who's a good hockey player and who's a bad hockey player. It's about the same group of guys on the same team every single year getting the exact same results and doing the exact same thing. Definition of insanity. Eventually, you have to move on from something. And he is the obvious one to move on from. He's the most tradable contract. He's got the most upside. A GM would be enticed to pick that deal up. Listen, he's a very skilled player. But when you're... 
when you're assembling a hockey team, you have like your best player. You have your McDavid, your Matthews, your McKinnon, your whatever. And then you, you go down to your second best player. You have your your Rantanins, your Bergerons, your that whatever. And William Nylander kind of fits on that third, fourth best player list. And it's just like Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner both provide a lot of offense. Not very tough guys. Don't really get involved physically. And then Nylander just added to the mix of this hockey team. It's just, he's, I, I just, I'm so tired of watching this group fail the same way every single year. And I'm singling him out because of the reasons I said before, but like, it's just getting very frustrating watching the same group of dudes fail the same way every single year. And they had a great start to the season, but now we haven't even gotten to the playoffs and the writing is already on the wall. I mean, yeah, it's already on the wall. It's I, like, I just, I just, I struggle so much because you look at the core and, um, I think the bar in a lot of people's minds is winning a playoff round, but realistically they envision this to be a Stanley cup window. Does anyone think that this team is going on a run? With this goaltending, it's just it's, in this defensive play, and one line that does anything offensively. To all the people out there who who will give throw all the arguments at us of why they're a good team, it's like okay, I hear you, but they're not good enough. No, they're a good team, they're not good enough. But I do, but I think I, I honestly think I went on this rant last year when when they got eliminated by the Habs. It's like. I do think there is a certain type of the fan base that just likes that this team has skilled players and they're not concerned with winning hockey games and winning a championship. I think it's it's more fun to just have a bunch of really good skilled players. I think that that there is a segment of the fan base who values that more than winning an actual championship. That's the only logical explanation so I can come stupid. up with for for like it's like we've seen enough the writing is on the wall this is like yes the chief reason why they've been in this like prolonged skid now is because their goaltending has been horrendous yes however however it's the same core group of guys who just have nights like like against the Buffalo Sabres a couple weeks ago where they're booed off the ice because they're so terrible. Like a game like today, it's like, okay, fine. They played pretty well for for two periods and then just completely go to sleep in the third. And it's just an embarrassing effort. But I'm also getting sick of the we showed character tonight by coming back. It's like they were up against the Blue Jackets last week. They blew that lead. And then they came back and won. And a lot of people... After that game, or like we we love the character this team showed. It's like no, they blew another lead. They blew another lead, and then they play against the Kraken, and they play awful for two periods, and they come back and they score a couple goals. A good character win. No, they've been playing bad hockey for two months. For two months, it's just not for for where we all expected them to be. It's just it, you don't you just don't see it night in and night out. I, I get the, the first line aside and Austin Matthews aside. But at the same time, it's like you need, you need, I, I'm a hundred percent with you on the second line. Oh, it's awful, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's awful. And I, I can't wait till we drop this podcast and we get all the arguments against of why they're not awful, but I'm sorry. We, we've been watching hockey a long time and I know a lot of people agree with us as well. It, that line sucks 
flat out sucks. They're not good defensively. They're not physical. They don't contribute five on five enough. Not good enough. Like, why is your second best line Camp, Ingvall, and Mikheyev? That's not the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. Like, it's not good enough. They, it, they have to – it's very hard to do in season, and, and it's very easy to come on these shows or listen to people on the radio saying they have to make a move, they have to make a move. It's hard to make moves in the middle of the season. You can't just call a guy, another general manager up, and make a, a trade, like, the next day. But Especially when point, your salary cap is – the way the Leafs salary cap. But at is. this point, we've seen enough. I've seen enough of this group. I've, I've seen enough. Yeah. I'm done. Like it's they haven't even gone to the playoffs, and I'm already done. But like it's just, it, it's every single year. It could be goaltending. It could be defense. It could be depth scoring. It's just no matter what, it always comes back to the same road every single year. You have, they have to do something to mix up this team or else we're going to April and we're going to see the same result all over again because right now I'm seeing the same result all over again in regular season play. It's just, I, it's crazy. A team that can make the playoffs every single year who are good enough to make the playoffs every single year with guys who are Rocket Richard races, Art Ross races, and Guys having career years. And again, it's just, it doesn't matter. It just always comes back to the same thing. Just, I like, and to me, the deflating thing is like, they, they can't really go unless they do convince Muzzin, like you said, to sit it out for a little bit. Which is, which I was like earlier, I was a little savage. Like, it's not an easy thing to do to look at a guy and be like, hey, man, you're going to have to sit out the rest of the season because, like, we need this money because I did an awful job signing hockey players and we don't have enough salary cap space. That's not an easy thing to do. But as a, from a fan perspective, from someone who's just kind of selfish in their own fandom, that's, that's the most logical move on planet Earth right now. Well, and they're also in a they're also in a situation where everybody and their brother knows that their goaltending is horrendous. And so... If he calls anyone up and tries to make a trade to get Morazic out of here or try to address his goaltending, whatever it may be, the GM on the other side is sitting there going like, oh, okay, yeah. How's uh, uh that Nick Robertson looks pretty good. That Matthew Nyes looks pretty good. Uh, w- What's your first round pick this year? Yeah. What's your first round pick, pick for the next, next 10, 10 years? Yeah, yeah, it's just like they're, ju- they're, in, they're in a horrible, horrible place right now. Yeah, like you're, it's almost like really – what are they gonna add? They're gonna they're gonna have to add depth. Like they're not making a massive move, which which is just even more deflating because it just can't be done. Partly because of the way the NHL works, and partly because oh, it's salary just, cap sucks. The salary cap sucks, yeah. and just like that's not the way Dubas rolls. Like it's just this is like it, I don't know, man. It's getting very very difficult to continue watching them year after year after year just suffer the same fate over and over and over again. Like, it's just, it's it's weakening me every single week. Now when they come back, I'm not even excited. Like, it's just, unless they go out and play dominant 60 minutes and have a goalie let in two goals or less, which is impossible right now, you... No matter how bad they're playing, it comes back to what we said earlier. It's like, if you don't have a good goalie, now you're just extra screwed. So that's why right now, it's like all the reactions we're having about this team are just amplified to another level 
because they wouldn't be at that level if they weren't letting four goals every single game. That goal from the side today that Peter Morazic allowed from like the, the corner, like, oh my God, like that, like you said, like the Brody accidental kick in is a morale booster. That, that third goal from the corner is a morale booster. The fourth goal, Nylander gets out muscled off the puck and then, and then it, it just goes, it goes through Peter Morazic. He shoots it like into his bread basket and somehow it falls down yeah. through the five hole in the net. It's 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 just like at this point, like they, they gotta play Shalgren now. What what do you have to lose? Yeah, yeah. Like honestly, like it's I get the whole like, well, you, you want to start like Keith's reasoning for starting Morazic tonight. So like he's playing an outdoor game, like he's he's our guy, he's had a good career, he just hasn't shown it yet with us. But dude, it's been He's been bad since the start. Like it, it, at this point, it's like I I throw call David Ayers, get the bony driver back here because it's better. Anything's it, got to be better than what's going on right now, man. Like it's all these problems are just getting amplified twofold because of how bad their goaltending is. It's it also just speaks to the flawed way in which this roster is constructed and paying four guys all this money and not and them able, not producing yeah yeah and then not yeah you can pay guys money but when they're not producing yeah it's it's a disaster so that's another thing too right if so like if you're gonna if, if you're gonna get on dubas it's like it's not kyle dubas's fault that nylander and tavares aren't aren't good enough right cool. now be a point of game hockey player yeah. cool I, I watch the games you guys suck five on five you suck yeah. like there's no there's no other way around it yeah. you think dubas is watching the lander's performance tonight happy he was terrible. Yeah. He was awful. Yeah. John Tavares was a non-factor. Yeah. He was nowhere to be found. Not dangerous at all. Yeah. Getting blown by all game. Like, it's just, it sucks, man. It sucks. And their defense, soft. Yeah. Sucks. Yeah. Can't, can't, can't do anything. It's like, so soft. It's so soft. The, Sa- the Buffalo Sabres just, like, are able to just control play in the leaf zone and and everybody just stands around and nobody does anything. And then you go back the other way. Like, like, like you're right. I thought like the first line had some good looks tonight. I thought Austin Matthews, the first line always has yeah, good looks. Yeah. I thought Austin Matthews was, was like, I loved the little scrum with Darlene. Although people are saying he's going to get suspended now, whatever, but I, at least like, he yeah. showed some something. Yeah. Yeah. He's pissed off. Cause his team sucks. Yeah. And he's about to win the hard trophy. Yeah, and, the and their second, team sucks. Yeah, and the second, like you're right, their second best line is, um, Kampf, Mikheyev, yeah. and Ingvall. That's like they're they're yeah. dry. They're in the ozone more than the other line. Yeah, on a game to game to game basis, yeah. like it's, it's it's brutal. It's it's amazing how a team that's a shoe in to make the playoffs every single year, and you're sitting here like they're in dead last. Well, it's because it's because like like I was trying to say to you earlier, I was trying to say to you earlier, and then I just was overcome with disappointment. It's like the bar for this team is like, they should be a cup contender. Like on paper, when you look at the guys they have, they should be a cup contender and they're just not like they're, they're not like, I don't see if you look at any of their potential first round opponents. Okay. Because they're Boston's right on their heels. So it's entirely possible that they fall back into a wild wild card card any day now. So, that now that opens up besides the two Florida teams a potential like Carolina yeah. or Washington 
Or and it's like, do, are you confident that the Leafs can beat any one of those teams? Yeah, I'm yeah. not. Yeah, they slip into a wild card, especially now with this goaltending. Yeah, they're playing the Hurricanes or the or the Panthers. Yeah, like that's. I mean, like it's. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I I'm not even I, I'm not even looking forward to the playoffs at this point because there's still a decent amount of hockey to play, and I just pray that they can get something back on the rails. Because well, even when they're winning, I'm not happy. Even when they're winning, it's not good. Like it's just nothing's good right now. If you can get, so let's talk. Let's hone in on the second line a little bit because I was about to say, if you can get at least subpar goaltending and get that second line to start contributing, I think you can turn it around a little bit. How do you do that? Is it Tavares and Nylander just? They don't mesh. No, they clearly don't. Yeah. When 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 was a point in time where these guys were like? Good for a five-game stretch. I haven't seen it. Have you? I don't know. I mean, Nylander was pretty good to start the season and and hasn't been the same um, post-COVID break. And I think Johnny, as much as, like you said, people, like, the the numbers are there, but, like, he just hasn't passed the eye test at all this year to me. No. So, like... I don't know. I, and, and like he's tried, like he had cash up there. Um, he tried it for five seconds. Yes. Yeah. He tried it for five seconds. That's what he did. Like he, they switched that lineup for 10 seconds and then they went back to it. That's the only thing. You just got to move guys around. And that's why Nylander doesn't fit on this hockey team because he can't play with Tavares. And what is he going to do? Play on the fourth line? Play on the third line? He's not a third or fourth line player. So what's the point of having him? That that's my problem with this guy. It's like there's no point of having him on your team. He does nothing for you. You already have guys who can run your power play. You, like he he doesn't do anything five on five. You can't put him on the third or fourth line because what is he gonna do there? That's my problem with this guy. And then they put Nick Robertson up there. Nick Robertson, skilled hockey player, can skate. Smallest hockey player I've ever seen in my entire life. You don't you don't need another small hockey player. Like that's the last thing this team needs. Like it's just. I'm at, I'm at, I like go watch our most watched episode of all time where they got eliminated last season and watch you go on a rant and That's where it. you were at at that yeah. moment. Like they're there right now. I'm like pushing up on that. And we haven't even started the playoffs. Like, it's just, has this been our most negative episode of all time? <sighs> no, I don't know. It's a, it's a top three most negative episode of all it's time. It's just like, I just want to sit down, mate. Like with somebody who's the most optimistic Leaf fan in the world and just hear what they have to say to me. Because I just, I, I, I can't think of one thing that could be optimistic or positive that could tell me that this team's heading in the right direction. I, I just, I can't. There's not one thing. Well, you could say Austin Matthews, but he can't do it by himself. Yeah, no, no, he can't do it by himself. That line's amazing, but they can't do it all. Like, it's just so, ugh. literally, it looks like the, their only option is you roll with Stalgren in net and you wait for Jack Campbell to come back and you hope that Jack Campbell can figure it out because Peter Morazic ain't it. He's never going to be it. <laughs> no. I never want to see him in between the, the, the pipes for the Leafs ever again. Like, never. So you have to. And, and at this point, it's like I know that they're like like Sheldon the other night. Um after uh, the Arizona game was like, you know, Peter has, he's played well elsewhere and he's really struggled with us, but we know he can do it. It's like, Sheldon, I'm telling you, man, he can't do it. He can't do it. It's just not a fit here. 
you're just going to have to, like, he's your backup goalie. Roll with uh, Stahlgren or the other kid who plays for the Marlies, who was up with them earlier this year. Wall. Joseph Wall. Like, roll with one of them and wait for Jack Campbell to come back and hope to God that Jack... That's the only chance... The only chance you have to right this ship... Because if you want to trade for a goalie, Mrazek has to go the other way, and that's not happening because nobody's taking him. So the only chance you have is Jack Campbell, while he's off injured, gets centered mentally and can come back and play like he did at the start of the season. That's the only shot you have. Like We're, we're saying that we want to put the trust of winning into two goalies we've never even heard of before. Yes. That's how bad. Yes, yes, yes. Peter Morazic has played. Yes, yes, yes. So yes. I can't think of any direction I could walk in where we're not screwed. Yeah. We are so screwed, yeah. it's not even funny. Like, it's sickening. It's a lost season. Like, I'll actually go on the record right now and say this season, it's lost. You spent all those years oh being God. a quote-unquote playoff oh. contender with a goalie who is in the Vesna conversation right now. And he, he left for, well, for many reasons. I'll wait. I'm, I'll I know, I know. But he left playoffs. for many reasons. Yeah. So all those years were lost. And then you go into, like, arguably the most pressure-packed season for, for your general managing career, and you want to roll the dice on goaltending? That's what he did. Mm. He rolled the dice on goaltending this offseason, and it's bit him right in the ass. He's like, not. It's, yeah. yeah. You're, the guy who who played well for you for a season, played well, and then sucked, and now he's hurt. The guy you signed, arguably one of your worst signings you've ever made, mm. and now you're just, now we're, now we're bringing up randoms that we've never even heard of before? From the Marlies, yep, to hope that, and putting all the trust in them. And this is the year he has to show that he he's capable of being the general manager of this hockey team. Lost season, oh like God. it's just like <laughs> I'm at that point right now. <laughs> what what scenario yeah, right now? Can you think of where they I go in you, and win a couple you, rounds? I just told you. I said the only scenario is the, one of these two kids, Stalgren, Wool, whoever, Hutchinson, come like. Peter Morazic is so bad that I'm looking at Michael Hutchinson right now being like, there's like, like one of, one of these kids from the Marlies comes in and holds down the fort and hope to God that Jack Campbell can do some sort of meditation while to get himself centered while he's out with an injury. And then he comes back and resumes the way he played earlier in the season. That's the only shot you have. And then Jack Campbell comes back, plays well. And then that's that issue's gone. But your defense still sucks, yeah. and your second line still can't play anybody five on five. Well, I don't know what they're gonna do with that. Like, because you're right, you, you it's lay. This thing's layered. Yes. it's 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 like it's an onion. It's rotting with the yeah. goaltending. Yes, but if that's not the problem, then it's just like little little disgusting pieces in all the layers. The defense, the forwards, the like. It's just like, dude, like, why are we fooling ourselves here? Like, I I don't know, man. <laughs> Like, what are we doing? Like, I don't know. 
Man, I mean, at least they make the playoffs. Well, Kyle, year. I've been sitting here right now saying, like, I've been defending Kyle for weeks, and now I'm I'm officially at the point where I'm like, man, like this is this, this is a mess. Like this is a mess. Like worst case, like at least we're a playoff team every year, and we have like a half decent hockey team to talk about, mm. so we can get on here and do this podcast and whatever. At least they're not dead last. That that's the old. That's my bright side yes. right now. Yeah. Is at least they're a competitive team and they're not dead last. That's where I'm at. That's how low I am right yeah. now. Oh, well, folks. Um, if you were coming here for some positivity, you came to the wrong and, and, place. And comment on our video and please give me all your reasons of why I should believe this hockey team is a contender. Please, please do it. Well, outside the fir- the first line, because we we acknowledge that. Yes, Bunting, Marner, and Matthews is one of, if not the best line in hockey. And yes, Austin Matthews is a Hart Trophy favorite. However, as you see, as you've been seeing in Edmonton forever. There you go. You just took the words right out of my mouth. If you don't have defense and goaltending, and if you don't have anyone else who can contribute beyond your top guy, you're dead in the water. I know. It's, I don't know, man. Okay. Well, that was, uh. Nice uniforms, though. Like we can take that away. Nice uniforms. I think I, I good can't, vibe at Tim Hortons Field. Too. I don't think I could get any lower than I did today. Well, there you have it, everybody. You yeah. you just witnessed history in the Talking Buds podcast. Ryan is officially broken. Yeah, I am. When like two months ago you were like, I'm just gonna ride the wave. I'm not gonna get too high. I'm not gonna <laughs> yeah, get too low. That's because they were playing and then well. Peter Morazic came along yeah. and he just broke you. <laughs> that's because Jack Campbell was in the Vesna conversation <laughs> and everything was good. They were top ten and everything. <laughs> and then it's just like, here we go again. <sighs> Thanks, everybody, for checking us out this week. If you like what you see, hit that like and subscribe button below. Spread the word. Tell your friends. Really appreciate it. Also, as always, if you're listening to the audio version, hit that little five-star button at the top. Leave a little review. Thumbs up. Uh, Any little bit always helps. I'm genuinely sorry that we couldn't be more positive this week, but it's, it's really, really hard to do so when I have to watch Peter Morazek play... I, like the worst goaltending I've ever seen. No good. And yeah, just issues, man. And in the cap situation, like it's just the fact that you can't go. Like yes, the NHL sucks. The salary cap sucks. But like they, Kyle Dubas has done this to himself. Like you can't. The fact that you can't go and address certain needs your team has especially when you have a heart trophy favorite like playing extremely well right now and you can't go make tweaks and adjustments to help support him and give him what he needs because your cap is just in such a bad spot is entirely on you you did that to yourself dude you did that to yourself and you're too you're too buddy buddy with everyone to, yes. to let anybody go. Yeah. We're gonna roll with the same group over again and over again, and we're gonna suffer the same results over again and over again. Oh my goodness. Thanks everyone. We need to get Ryan out of here. So thanks everybody. We'll see you next week. Hi, I'm Mercedes Nickel, four-time Winter Olympian and host of Dropping In, a podcast with Mercedes. 
This is a podcast where I interview a bunch of different people. I get the good, the bad, and the ugly, as well as I share my stories along the way. Now you can drop in at droppingin.com or subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. I'll see you soon. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holawati from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network.